On Monday, at this time every week on the Hard Shoulder, we're normally joined by Stephanie, our relationships guru, but it's a great pleasure to welcome, as Stephanie's away, Neve Delmar, counselling psychologist and today our relationships expert. And uh, if you have a query or something that's annoying you that you'd like help, professional help with, not just Ivan's raw mesh, uh, you can email the hard shoulder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106 and we'll take it and we'll treat it in total confidentiality. So we have a letter. Dear Ivan, <clears throat> I'm in my late 50s and some of my friends have moved from Dublin. My attempts to make new ones are unsuccessful. I feel it's not me, as I'm a nice and interesting person, etc. It feels like women of my age are quite down in themselves, like a neighbour uh, keeps saying we'll have coffee and then avoiding me. Could it be uh, that in older women, when uh, the kids grow up, that we find it more difficult to make friends? Uh, P.S. I'm not overpowering in my attempts either. Thank you. Well, we'll call this lady, it's not her real name, Breda. And Eve, what's your response to Breda? Well, it's a very interesting um, comment and very uh, common. And I'm seeing it more and more in practice as well with people coming to me. Um, I don't think it's so much about age. I think it's more about life stage compatibility. Um, I think the, the defined uh, factors around age are loosening out more. You could have somebody with young children in the 50s now or you could have, have somebody with grown-up kids. I think it is trying to find those like-minded people. And also it's about... The, the confidence that it has, a, a person has to get out there to meet people too. I think research shows us that social connections are really important for our mental health and our psychological well-being. So, um, how would you go about solving her problem? I think we'd need to look at a few things. Firstly, you know, the external blocks that's making it hard for her to meet people. So people may be busy, they may be at a different life stage to her, so there may be a little bit of casting the net out there to find ways to meet like-minded people. If she likes reading, set up a book club. If she's into cooking, get some people over for dinner. And just to really be proactive about getting out there and meeting people that could be like-minded for her. So uh, any particular practical suggestions insofar as, you know, in life, you're, I, I, you know, people think, you know, on Facebook, they have thousands or hundreds of friends. In reality, I think if you can have, uh, you know, on one hand count uh, close friends, uh, you're doing well. May people say, for men anyway, three is, is, is good. Uh, tight friends that you would discuss anything with. Uh, w- what do you think is the best way to reach out to other people? I think that's a very good point as well, Ivan, because it's also about her expectations. Um, there may, she may not, you know, have all the friends, the new friends coming into her that are going to be big, close confidants. There can be different levels of friendships. Some friendships may be her lunch buddies. Others could be tennis partners and others could indeed be confidants and those deep, meaningful relationships. But it is, I suppose, to have those realistic expectations about what type of people can come, in, can come into her life and also her needs. What type of person does she need? Um, you know, is it somebody that she needs to kind of talk about problems with or is it more about somebody she can go for lunch with um, and vary and cast the net out a bit more widely. And to what extent do you think this problem may be her own problem? She doesn't say, and by the way, I have a wonderful partner or husband and I have four kids that, you know, enrich my life or that I have three sisters or my mother I visit regularly. 
you know, it, it, it seems maybe she could be quite a solitary person, but I'm guessing there. If it is a solitary person, this problem is more acute because, you know, to be honest with it, she, she, she needs friends uh, and she needs social contact. Uh, would you treat, if someone came into your clinic, uh, differently if they were in different circumstances, i.e. being a single person? It's a lot to do with circumstances as well as proximity and regular contact with people. And also, as you say, personality dictates too. Somebody more introverted is going to find it a little bit harder than somebody that's got more an extroverted type personality. Somebody more introverted needs more one-to-one interactions. Somebody more extroverted enjoys more group-orientated settings. So it is about looking at the person too. What You know, all of us that have problems, we have to look at ourselves. Or if we have deficits, we've got to look at ourselves too. How is she coming across? What are her qualities? What areas may she improve on? Is she expecting a lot from friendships? So I think it is a good idea for people to do a self-assessment. Sit down, get a pen and paper out, write out what they feel their qualities and strengths are, what areas they could, you know, expand on, improve on. If somebody diff- has difficulty with depression, for example, that makes it very hard for them to get out there and take that leap. So maybe get into counselling, get a few sessions under your belt and boost the confidence, boost the self-esteem and, you know, expand a little bit on that level too. Now, she does infer when she was young, she had loads of friends. Mm. And, and you said, look, people are in different, you know, th- sort of stereotyping people in age brackets has changed. You know, people, you know, 60 is the new 70 and all that kind of, 40 is the new 60 and all that kind of thing. All You know what mm. I mean? People are younger than they think. Um, but it seems she's inferring that uh, older women per se, irrespective of their life stage, are maybe more settled in their ways and less open to that. Whereas I would have said, because I'm in my late 50s myself, I would think I know this subset of women quite well. You know, my wife is just about to take up bridge because her husband's out every night of the week uh, at TV3 uh, or on radio. So the, the the point is this. She's prepared to say she's never played bridge in her life. But she's going there as a beginner. She's getting other people that are beginners that are clueless. They'd probably be kicked out for incompetence, you know, and be tut-tutted by other bridge players. I mean, is it more difficult when you get older? Again, people do get set in their ways. They get into routines even unbeknownst to themselves. They have different expectations and it can be harder. You know, you're not going to college every day where you have proximity and regular amount of people to meet every day to to choose from. You know, so she may not have that as a daily occurrence. She may not be in a workplace where she can also meet different people and try and, you know, link in with like-minded people. So there is that little bit more of sometimes people restricting themselves and the self-fulfilling prophecy. I can't make friends because everybody else has already got their friends or they're not interested. So I think to be proactive, to have, you know, a good self-confidence, a good belief in self of what you've got to offer as a friend and a bit of self-assessment too. How prevalent is the problem of loneliness with your clients? It is as people age, but also people in their 20s sometimes come in and find a difficulty to meet, to 
make meaningful friendships and healthy friendships because obviously you don't want an unhealthy friendship because that could really wreck your mental health and your psychological well-being. How would you define an unhealthy Well, friendship? somebody, I suppose, that isn't really, hasn't really got your best interests at heart. Somebody maybe that is, you know, every time you walk away from them, you know, you don't necessarily feel good. And I'm not just saying that everybody has to be happy and positive, but it has to be a two-way street. There has to be give and take. There needs to be a bit of giving. You know, you, you don't want somebody that's constantly draining you um, or that is unreliable or, you know, all those qualities that are the same in a relationship. When you're looking for a relationship, there are similar qualities in a friendship too. So people who kind of uh, are untrustworthy or people who suck the air out of the room, negative people, is that what you're talking about? Or people you just don't connect with? Yeah, it could be people that you don't connect with and people that just maybe are just not good for you. Okay. Uh, in terms of uh, does gender matter? In In terms of... You know, uh, we're not talking about Tinder here. We're not talking. We don't know the the you know marital or other status of this lady. Uh, but in terms of older people, can you have platonic uh, friends of the opposite sex? I mean, if you if you if you go join different organisations of people you could meet there, or men. Absolutely, we see that with tennis clubs, or we see that with book clubs, or walking clubs, hiking clubs. More and more people are interlinking to the opposite sex as a friendship. And 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 therefore, what would you say directly to Breda? I'd say to just have a little bit of a self-assessment. You know, have a look at yourself, see what qualities you have to offer. Be confident. You know, think about your needs in a friendship. What type of friend do you need? More outgoing, quieter. Do you need? Group? Do you need one-to-one? You know, have a really good look at your personality type to get your fit, find your fit in a friendship. And then I'd say to be really proactive, to get out there, be a joiner. If you're not a joiner already, be a joiner. Even if it's, you know, sometimes people say to me, no way, I can't do it, can't handle groups. If there is depression or something like, link in with groups that, you know, help people and support people with that, like AWARE. And also, I think sometimes, you know, social media and, you know, online Apps can be useful. I'm, I'm hearing very good reports from Meetup. So Meetup is an organisation that's across the country and you just link in with them. So whatever it is, whether it's cultural, sports, theatre, whatever, you can meet up with like-minded people and it's not a dating site as such. So there are opportunities out there, but it is just to make that bit of effort. and be. So proactive. really the solution to this is in her own hands? I think uh, largely it is in our own hands, yes, to try There will be like-minded things. people out there? There are like-minded people out there. There are people that want relationships out there. We know that. And we know from research there are people that want friendships. So they are out there. It's just to cast the net a bit wider. OK, well, I hope uh, our listener found that useful. And certainly I think there is help at hand if you reach out for it. My thanks to Neve Delmar, counselling psychologist based in Greystones, uh, uh, for that uh, important and helpful uh, advice. And that's your lot on the hard shoulder uh, for today. Uh, my thanks to the entire team. Mark Simpson, Dan Flanagan, Ronan Bracknock, uh, Elaine Power, Kira Courtney and our technical team on sound, Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy. I will be on the box tonight from 11 o'clock on TV3 and we'll be back here for more uh, throughout the week at 4pm on the hard shoulder. Off the Ball is up next. Thanks for listening and enjoy what's left of your sunny summer evening. <laughs>